0: You are now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and across the screen from me is not brown, brother. Sit your on
1: What's poppin', everybody?
0: What we oh, it's poppin' this week, not happening.
1: Yeah, it's gonna change. What's happening?
0: What's happening, no, what's, what's poppin', poppin'
1: what's shaking, bacon, even though I can't eat that shit, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just going to change. It just depends on my mood. So, I mean... I understand. Yeah. It's Timothy, what do we got for him today?
0: Today...
1: Besides our big-ass water we gonna jugs. Talk
0: about, today we're going to talk about All of the wrestling full gear 2023 and that's and then some yeah stuff about the continental classic and that's how you know that
1: this man right here is tired as piss anyways uh so aew full gear happened on saturday november 18th of 2023 uh so that's correct. Uh yeah. Wow, I know. Um, and uh, overall, I mean, I did enjoy the show. I thought it was good. I liked most, pretty much all the matches. I don't have a complaint about a big complaints about any matches. Maybe nitpicks, but that's really it. I think the, I mean, matches were pretty good. What about you, Timothy? Are you gonna sing us another well, another ballad?
0: No. Well, with your with your uh summarization of the entire show i guess uh i guess oh i will pivot and we will talk about the major things that happened on this show and how people got butthurt about certain things and how we feel about that uh i mean this is gonna be out on tuesday yeah uh so
1: There's no need for
0: us to break down every match. No. There's no need for that. So, I'm going to say that uh, we're going to talk about things we liked, things we disliked, things that other people disliked, and uh, then we'll go into the Continental Classic. Sure. Uh, So... A, uh so the pre show happened and yes, it uh, did Edward Kingston the Third defeated uh J Jay, Jay Jamar Lethal the lethal jamar um Lethal Jamar and Ortiz helped him and that's great you know And you you it know was, for a fact you know for a it fact was that if it was.
1: Sorry I have to say this you know for a fact that if Jay Lethal ever were to go to WWE that's what they would call him
0: Lethal Jamar,
1: yes, that's probably what they would call him.
0: <laughs> I'd hope, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see, nothing really to talk about there until Eddie Kingston's in the back and says that he's an entrant for the Continental Classic and that he wants this to be the most prestigious tournament in wrestling, so he's putting up his Ring of Honor World title and his New Japan Strong Openweight title every night, and at the end the winner will be a, a Triple Crown Champion. Now, I have only heard of a Triple Crown Champion happening in All Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't know much about it, other than it was three championships. I don't know which ones. I'm sorry. Um, And He made that statement. So that's what you take away from that. So, okay, I'm a little confused. We'll talk talk about it when we get to the Continental Classic.
1: Okay, yeah, because I do have a question for
0: you on that. Claudio and Murphy fucking cooked. Yeah. Showed why they were, they're two of the best workers out there. Yeah. Loved it. Could have been on the main card,
1: honestly. So, could have, but wasn't. It's It's okay. It's okay.
0: ROH world title tag team title match. Um, uh, the big thing here was after the match, as soon as Samoa Joe got his hand shaken and a verbal agreement, he dipped and the guns really uh,
1: did a number on his leg.
0: MJF leg. Yep. Um, then we're in the back and MJF is being taken to a local medical facility and he's yelling, Adam, don't let them take away. No, 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 he didn't do that, which plays a lot into uh, a lot of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, so the main card, um, like you said, I have I had no qualms with it. I I had to go back and watch some stuff because um you know i don't watch it alone i watch it with john's family and sometimes we tend to bullshit sometimes i mean we're in a environment that john would have been in with us so we like to we would reminisce or be like oh john would love would have loved this or yeah so matter of fact we go off
1: my, my sister and i i have to say one thing my sister and i we were watching uh the uh Texas Death Match between Hangman and uh, uh, Swerve, and I told my sister, I said John would have loved this, and she's like, "This well, match yeah. I was
0: like, yeah, yeah, he would have loved
1: it." <laughs> so yeah, he's
0: yeah. all he was all about the hardcore and the death match, and yeah. like to to me, from all of the death matches I've seen, so like I like death matches if number one if the wrestlers in them try to do more than death matchy stuff and also and this is the most important thing if the story warrants it like john would watch just deathmatch wrestling for deathmatch match wrestling yeah. and that's okay if if you're one of those people good on you watch what you enjoy but for me um and me talking yeah. about swerve, swerve and hangman this situation warranted everything that happened in that match and it was fucking great it was the best hardcore slash lights out slash whatever AEW has done, with with uh, death matches, including the Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho match. Yeah, it, it 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 put all of those to shame. Even the Moxley versus Omega lights out and the uh, barbed wire death match yeah. thing exploding bullshit. Um, but I mean, but, uh, they made a cool yeah. T-shirt out of that. <laughs> If we're going to go, if we're going to go straight into that match, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, bouncing around here. So, you know, go ahead. I, I love swerve. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've said multiple times on this show that he should be the next champion. Yeah. I swerve when I drive. Dude. The champion.
1: I'm always yeah. swerving when I'm driving. Yeah. it's. I was, I was, I did it already. You can
0: do it, but yeah. Dude. Prince Nuna is a blessing he is. to wrestling. He is.
1: Um protect that man at all. The costs.
0: Spot? Can we talk about the spot where he was confronted by Paige on the apron and Paige had him by his shirt and this man, instead of like trying to flee he just or, the... <laughs> or kicking him in the nuts or anything, he just started and I said I said to John's mom, I said, Does he think he's like a snake coming out of one of those uh one of the bosses and like is trying like a snake shark. like <laughs> get him into a trance with his fucking. Like the, I think
1: like, it's he like a, char- he he thinks this gives him powers or some shit, you know. I, I don't know. Like when he dances faster, it's know. like he th- it's like he's powering up or whatever. Like he's gonna go Super Saiyan or whatever the hell. It's the funniest shit in the world I've ever seen.
0: He ain't no Super Saiyan, bro. He's on the fucking Ginyu Force. All right.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, That's, that,
0: that's right. some Ginyu Force shit. That is. And look. Brian Cage, that dude's like Birder. Remember that dude? The big blue fucker?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Burder, Burder. Burder, yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, there was some stuff in this match that was like, so, like I was saying, I, I, I love Swerve and I want him to be a champion very soon, but I went into this match cheering for Hangman because of what Swerve did. You do not let a man come into your home and yeah. tickle your baby and talk to your baby like that. Like yeah. I was fully on page's side, but I wasn't disappointed with the result. And my God, like
1: page yeah,
0: grabbing swerve and drinking his blood and then spitting it out in the crowd. I, I'm not too proud to say this, but when I was the front man of a band, uh, one of our first shows, our friend was bleeding from the forehead from the mosh pit and he came up to me on the shoulders of a guy and i grabbed him by the head i licked his blood and i spit it up so whenever hangman did that shit i fucking he got flashbacks <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny and um but uh swerve i mean the cinder blocks the 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 all the they they didn't i'm glad it wasn't thumbtacks
1: like, yeah it was glass the black
0: yeah that fucking rolled so much that was good and then he did a 450 onto his back like are you not dude i was wincing
1: i was wincing dude we
0: know because he was taking the stapler gun and stapling it himself like fuck it i mean shit was crazy i mean page did a lot of cool shit too he hit like two buckshot lariats and one was like all uh uh barbed wire and stuff and there was a lot of barbed wire here mm-hmm. and uh I particularly like the ending. Uh swerve hung the hangman. He did. Um I've been a I jump on and off of Adam page a lot. Um I think that's everybody honestly. Um but when Adam page and and like he's done interviews about how he had lack of passion and this and that. And I think if that's real and it's not kayfabe for like journalistic bullshit, maybe I feel it. Maybe I can feel it from him because when he was in the thing with Omega loved it. When he was in the thing with punk, I loved it when he was in, when he was in this, I absolutely loved it. Everything else, I was just kinda like, okay, Paige, I hear the people saying Paige is a top mid carter, and I agree. But then these thing these three specific um feuds brought bring out brought out the top just guy. like the top guy material and um shit. His promo last week was so good and uh like he when he when he has that passion, I don't know if there's a better baby face in that company. Straight up babyface.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh I say that because I still you know, MJF is getting there big time. Um but uh yeah, I, I was not happy. I was not displeased with the result even though I was going for Page. Mm-hmm. And I hope that this is not the end of them and I don't mean in the immediate future. I mean down right. the line. Down the line but because when Swerve gets when Swerve gets that title
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's let's say he has like a celebration, I want Page to fuck it up. Just crash the thing. That's yeah, like a... something. Can you imagine
1: like... though MJF versus Swerve if that were to happen? I don't know if swerve is going to be the one to take the title off of of max but if that happens here's the in, okay go ahead
0: in my humble opinion, here's the great thing okay she said go ahead and then you here's the thing good like with the devil like with the devil and you don't know who it is like there's so many speculations on who it could be and why it could be that person we're feeling the same type of way about how mjf will eventually lose that title right because at first it was adam cole's gonna stab him in the back for sure now it's like oh joe's getting a second chance and joe put took away the ring of honor tv title they might throw it on him for a second and throw it back to mjf and then you and of course you got the four pillars you know what i'm saying um i like this i like not like of course predictability is is good yeah but yeah. right now there's a few situations where per, there is no predictability and i like and that wardlow
1: wardlow's also trying to get involved too so there's a lot right. of there's a lot of uh uh irons in the in the fire so you, I mean, you never know what's gonna happen so like yeah i get that about the unpredictability what i was trying to say was if swerve is ultimately the guy to dethrone mjf in my humble opinion they should do they should do uh stone cold bret hart wrestlemania 13 and the double turn because i feel like swerve would be so over that they gotta turn a baby face that's just my opinion but I can see if they still keep them I think with the
0: same alignment. If they wait, if they wait, oh, maybe till double or nothing. If they wait That's till double I'm or saying, nothing, yeah. they could do that. Yeah. Because if you watch the media scrum and the things that happened with MJF during this pay per view, but especially during the media scrum,
1: yeah, he was crying his eyes out, man.
0: He, that was the most babyface shit I've ever seen in that fucking company. He was talking about his dead grandfather. He was talking about how much he loved AEW. He he was basically saying, he, like, if you read Between the Lines, you could kind of think that he re-signed. Like, everything he was saying and the way he was saying it, he's and the way the main event yeah. happened, like, he's... I mean, that whole, yeah. they are they are trying to erase the idea that mjf could still be a heel and they're doing it really well in my opinion hmm. so by the time double or nothing comes around cuz double or nothing is like the second pay-per-view right revolution's yeah. the first and then double or nothing double or nothing yeah so
1: and that's like their wrestlemania so, yeah,
0: so. i think double or nothing would you could, that could definitely fucking happen, and I would be on board with it. I'd Big time. That, yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So some things, some controversial things from this uh pay per view. Um, orange Cassidy had to, orange punch, John Moxley six times and hit a beach break to win the title, uh the international title. That match was good. Um kind of some people online were saying this about the loser of the main event and John Moxley, that that they're buried and that they can't how are they gonna come back from this and blah 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 blah. It's like John Moxley I'm sorry, have you been watching AEW? (laughs) Yeah, John Moxley number one is a legend. And I like, I don't care. I'm going to say it. And no, he is. He, he's at the point where like he's getting to the point in his career. He signed that five-year deal, but he said he wants to be there in a training capacity eventually. And the guy is a journeyman. He wants to wrestle all kinds of places. Him losing the orange Cassidy does not deflate him at all. No, it builds orange up, but it does not deflate John Moxley, especially With the way Orange Cassidy won, he had to do his finishers multiple over, like simultaneous to him. So, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up. Like, people. So, things that people get upset about on the internet compared to the reactions of the live crowds are completely fucking different 99% of the time. And oh, it's very uh, faceless. Yeah. Um the first match of the night, you know, there was uh the six man and I really liked how Edge had the like the left side of his face painted, Darby had the right side of his face painted and you had Sting with the full Yeah, that, face was, cool. Paint. that was cool. I liked that they came out in matching gear. Um, The big takeaway here is Christian is deathly afraid of Adam Copeland and that Ric Flair wears T-shirts underneath his suit. Uh, (laughs) Which was fucking hilarious. He took his suit jacket off and he had the vest, he had the pants, and there was a T-shirt underneath. It was like, the fuck, Rick? He's hey, um, hey, man,
1: he's Rick Flair. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I,
0: um, you can't kill a cultural icon. No. Anyways, uh, another thing. Any
1: thoughts? Yeah. So on these matches. So okay, you know, you posed the question about. You talked about how MJF, like, there's that whole unpredictability about, like, who's gonna. Um, dethrone him. I feel like a similar vibe with Sting, although in my opinion, I I can honestly see it being Darby. But bro. who who should retire Sting? Uh, is that's my question. Bro, bro. No. Listen. No, it, it can't be Matt you, Riddle. What are you talking it, about?
0: Uh, oh, bro, <laughs> has he started an OnlyFans yet? I have no clue. Anyways, um, no. I think if Flair turns on Sting, it will be before... um, When did he say he was going to retire? Revolution. Oh, okay. He'll do it before Revolution. There is no doubt in my mind, and there's no doubt in my mind that his last match will be against Darby. It has to be against Darby. They've been linked together ever since Sting came into the company. Sting has never left his side, and it would be a big, big deal for Darby. That's true. There is no way in fuck they're going to have his last match be against Flair. Maybe Flair turns on him and they do a little thing before Revolution. I don't know. Or maybe Flair doesn't. But no, no, I don't think they can't. Can they can't. They waste. shouldn't. Turn they cannot waste. Here. No. They can't waste that on Ric Flair. I'm no. sorry. No, they shouldn't. Um, I agree. So the third match was the uh, women's title, which was interesting because the women's title took a backseat to the TBS title on this show. But it's okay. Like, in my opinion, I, I didn't really see it like that until right now.
1: Yeah, um, I was about to say, as I
0: like, do. <laughs> but the TBS title has more story going into it. Um, while, I think that, mm-hmm. while I think that Tony doesn't need the title, and I would have rather had Mariah come down and try to help but misfire and keep the title on Sheeta. I'm not upset in the least that Tony won. Um, I really like the dynamic between her and Luther.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, This is
1: the best we've seen with Luther.
0: Yeah. Yes. This is his best character. Yeah. And that death dealer bullshit. Get the fuck out of here with that. This is the best Tony storm I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like I, I watched stardom. I watched her in WWE And, like, something just never clicked for me. And this character she's doing um, is just absolutely fantastic. And yeah, it will be fun. It will be fun to see how the women's championship affects Timeless Tony Storm. You know what
1: she should do? She legit, I think we talked about this, but I really want her to turn that title back like black and white like instead of the gold plating make it silver and let it be like yeah because it would fit so well and maybe add like a little bit of red in the middle if you want because of the red lipstick
0: right Right. i want
1: to see that for sure
0: yes um to the people who are upset that hikaru shida's reigns kind of gets screwed over she's still she's still a three-time champion her and Tony Storm are the only people who could say that. And it's not the end of Sheeta. Sheeta also has her own company. Sheeta also does a lot of things outside of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And while Sheeta's reigns have, uh, at least her past two have been short, they're filled with really good matches. So, so like, I don't think it's something to be. Like About Um, The fourth match on the card Was the ladder match between Four tag teams Well between three tag teams and two singles wrestlers If you watch the scrum Uh, Because Ricky Starks and Big Bill view themselves Still as two singles wrestlers Who are the best tag team In the world Mm -hmm. Uh, Ricky Starks basically Shit all over every tag team In existence at the scrum uh, going into this match, I I was excited and I wanted, like, if you asked me who do you want to win, I would have said LFI or or the House of Black or Kings of the Black Throne. Yeah, but who oh, but, I want, uh... who who I thought should win was Ricky and Bill because um they haven't had the titles long enough, and number one, Ricky Starks is a guy whenever his contract's up, you want to have him to have incentive to stay. And big bill has overcome a lot of adversity and, mm-hmm. and in his life. And I'm not even just oh, yeah. talking about the alcoholism. I'm talking about the WWE. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, it started his, main
0: ro- his, his main roster call up like was big ass, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but he he's a great, believable big man. Um, this match was fun. Uh, there were some crazy ladder spots. Uh, I feel like Roosh and Dralistico really showed out. Not that any other team didn't get their shit in, because everyone got their shit in. But, like, Roosh and Dralistico commanded the crowd and, and the cameras to be on them when they did something. Which was cool, yeah. Um, like the bull's horns to Big Bill, uh, uh, like to the ladder to Big Bill, um, the Gonzo Palm from Brody King, uh, to I think Drillistico. uh, and then Cash doing a Pal Driver onto the uh, onto the ladder as it was like in the corner. That was sick. Um let's see. There was a lot of there was a lot of cool shit that happened. Um oh one of the coolest spots was something so subtle but so so cool. Um I think Roosh was going to go after Malachi Black and Malachi like had he had positioned the ladder onto the ropes like leaning on the ropes and he just like pulled the rope so it slingshotted into Roosh. That was really fucking cool. That looks that um, sounds awesome. But yeah. in my in my opinion, the right team won here. Yep. Uh um, I would say that too. And it's crazy to think about all the crazy spots in this match now because after Swerve and Hangman happened, I had forgotten All of the stuff, crazy shit that happened in this ladder match. Like like (laughs) I said, I had to go back and watch some stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Swerve and and Hangman definitely kind of stole the show for me. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I believe the next match was the TBS Championship. And um, very happy with this result yeah i i honestly um, i'll
1: be honest i didn't watch this match that intently but i do know that obviously julia hart won i was i will tell you guys i was actually i spent the weekend at a, at a relative at some relatives place so i was kind of like spending time with them but also like kind of having the match on my phone and watching it so i was kind of like right yeah look at like i i, I, I did not want to make it look like i was being disrespectful so you know I did my best
0: Um, so yeah Um, at one point Sky Blue uh, there was a point where Sky Blue and Julia were working together and then Sky wanted to shake hands with Julia, Julia shook her hand and like touched her face and then beat the shit out of her (laughs) and um, that was interesting to me, Statlander was so good By the way, I saw that
1: she was dressed up as uh, Ben Stiller from Dodgeball, which was awesome.
0: Yes. First it was Zoolander, then it was Dodgeball. We'll see what's next. Um, Julia Hart, uh, the the big deal here was, are they going to keep it on Chris to break Jade's record and erase that, or are they going to give it to somebody else? And here's the thing. I don't care about the record being broken. I don't. I want the good story. And Julia Hart pinning Sky Blue and not Chris Statlander, while also being only 22 years old, and a person we've literally watched become a wrestler to where she is right now, she totally deserved that win. She did. She totally yeah. deserved that win. Um, like she said in the press conference, she had only had five matches prior to joining AEW and joining the Nightmare Factory. Um, and her growth has been outstanding. Um Absolutely. All three women brought it, and Statlander is just like a fucking powerhouse. She's so, she's so fucking good. Um, if she doesn't keep in the TBS title scene, I can totally see her moving up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the next match was Swerve and Hangman, and we talked about that one already. Mm -hmm. Um, then, then Golden
1: Jets versus the Young Bucks and the winners get a tag team title shot. Um, yeah. No,
0: no, no. If the Golden Jets won, they took the Young Bucks title shot. Yeah. If the Bucks won, Chris Jerick oh, and, and Kenny. Yeah. be with Kenny. And I'll tell you this. This is how you follow up Hangman and Swerve. You tell a story because you're no spot you do is going to be good enough after swerving hangman. And the 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 issue between Omega having to choose between the Bucks and Jericho throughout the match, and then whenever he looked like he was gonna V-trigger. Um, Jericho. Jericho, but instead hit one of the Jacksons. You know that was awesome. I, I, uh, I thought this was a really good storytelling match. It was another good Jericho match. Um, coming off that Takeshita match in DDT, and the Bucks did a lot of dirty shit. Man, they kicked both of the guys in the balls. Omega went to shake their hands after the match and they said no. Nope. Uh Matt said. Apparently no. today Yeah, apparently today on um Twitter Brandon Cutler said that they are done with being the elite and there was not an episode today. And uh yesterday I think Brandon Cutler said that they're taking time away from wrestling. Um yeah this needed to happen um i was saying a few weeks ago maybe a month ago how the young bucks were stale yeah after wrestle dream because that was the last yeah pay-per-view i believe i i i was pissed that they won the that the tag drop because yeah i was it, it annoyed me it was and, it was um, stupid
1: because that that was a good match but like it Kind of did turn sour because of the Young Bucks winning. Like I'm sorry, but that's the reality of the situation. Um,
0: because they were stale.
1: They were stale. Yeah, I I do feel and like now they're not. Know, I do feel like you know, yeah. So if you're if they are taking a break from wrestling and they're coming back, I, they they gotta come back as heels. They they have to. I mean,
0: or they're just talking like that to come back. Like in a week to just pound Kenny and Jericho or, you know, something like that. Or whenever Jericho and Kenny, whenever Jericho, they're going to cost them the titles. That's, Probably something like that.
1: I think, you know um, what? I've seen something. I I, I think I realized something uh, as I was watching this match. Throughout all of AEW, everyone... Every time someone left the elite, whether it was Hangman, or I mean, I guess in this case Kenny, you know, to to an extent, or anybody else, a lot of it stemmed from Matt, you know, and I feel like Matt has been like the kind of the, the toxic, the most toxic member of the elite, you know, K. of course, and Nick just being. Matt's brother just follows him around. So at the end of the day, a lot of the reason for the elite imploding or the elite falling apart or the fact that there's no more elite is Matt Jackson. So to
0: your point. Yeah. To your point, they came to Kenny at the beginning of this feud and said, what's the point of having the elite? If none of us have each other's backs, because hangman ran off from their their trios match to go after swerve and omega didn't come out because he was focused on his tag match with jericho. jericho now the match before this was hangman and swerve and in that match nana and brian cage got involved yeah young bucks didn't and we did the young bucks did it
1: can't Ken, well kenny uh no they did he didn't either but Kenny Moore because right. he want Kenny Moore because he just wants to give Hangman his moment, but Bucks because they're a couple selfish bastards because they want you.
0: They're being petulant children. They're as, being as Kenny Omega
1: said. Yeah, and they're, well, they're just being toxic and gaslighting, you know. Yep. And like I said, I mean, I'm, t- I'm sure in real life they are wonderful people, but this in in kayfabe. Like the bugs, like I said, it's specifically Matt because he's the one who's more vocal about it. He's the one who's like being more toxic, uh, you know, and, and kind of saying, "Oh, you need to be there for us. Oh, why aren't you? Why aren't you never there? Or, uh, you know, you know, where were you and shit like that?" I mean, Nick just follows Matt's lead at this point. But yeah, I mean, a lot of the reason for the elite having their their implosion or having, you know, a split or whatever, is because of Matt Jackson. They always had some issue with Matt Jackson, whether it was Kenny, whether yeah. it was uh, fucking Hangman. Or even Jericho said, you know, even Matt said, you know, I have an issue with Jericho. I don't have an issue with you, Kenny. And Jericho kind of said the same thing, that he had
0: the issue with Matt, you know? So Yeah. yeah. And, and then what happened? He ended up having an issue with Omega. He kicked him in the fucking balls. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck you, dude. Um, So the main event. Earlier, we were talking about how MJF was carted away, and he said, Adam, don't let them take away my title. And at some point in this show, Tony Schiavone brought out the title, brought out uh, Jay White, and, and was about to award Jay White the title. And Adam said... No, come hell or high water, I will not let this happen. I will fight you. Now, everyone's like, how is this even going to work? You know, like, why would this happen? Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, leading up, I'm, you know, I'm throwing shit on Twitter. I'm reading shit on Twitter. Is he the devil? Is he in bowl club gold? Is he both? Like, what's going to happen here? And what happened was MJF makes the triumphant return, so that Adam hijacked an ambulance. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, committed a felony. Yeah, and hey, but that's not wrestled. That's not what matters here. (laughs) And oh, Jay White couldn't beat up, couldn't win the title off of a beat down, injured MJF. So what? So, what they're building Max to be a baby face, they're they're yeah. they are treating this was a okay, I'll say it, it was a WWE type of booking, it was, but it's okay. AEW takes everything from everywhere, and including WWE, and, and that's all right because. People are so, so with MJF right now. It, it, it j- see, people were saying like, how can Jay White come back from this? Jay White was buried, and it makes look Jay look so weak and all this other stuff. Really, but Jay White makes himself look weak in this whole feud. Why? Because he had every t- interaction he had with MJF, he had to have his entire group too he stole the fucking title and every time mjf went to get that title who was there bullet club gold he never went face to face with mjf ever yeah and and he's a fucking heel of course he'll recover as soon as he gets on the mic on wednesday or friday or saturday it ain't gonna matter it ain't gonna matter so just um, chill the fuck out it's, I, I just like on one hand yes it was illogical to have Adam Cole do that and then have MJF return and win but there's a lot of illogical shit in wrestling and also just just strap in and watch I've said that before countless or times on this podcast. Just just have it, fun. That too.
1: Like just have fun. That's all.
0: It's it's in my opinion, the entire time I was on the edge of my seat, I was popping off left and right, because the whole time I'm thinking Cole's gonna turn. He went he told Max to dive. On to Jay. I'm like, why would he tell him to do that? He's obviously the devil. And then nothing happened. And then he went to hit Jay with the title, but Jay took it from him. It definitely wasn't him giving it to him, but it could have been. I was, you know, I was all over the place in the match. And at the end of the night, at the end of the night, we saw MJF and Adam Cole at the top of the ramp as friends. Now, if it was really overbooked and really WWE shit, what would have happened? Adam Cole would have kicked, super kicked him in the face with the boot on, but that did not happen. Yeah,
1: and then all the devil people would have come out and you, oh, I, it was me all along, Max, and that's right. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm right. not gonna lie, a little bit. I was, I was kind of hoping that they would tell us who the devil is here, but. You know, AEW does like to, you know, stretch it
0: out like taffy, but it's okay. You know, I, a- think, I think they do that sometimes because we are so conditioned as wrestling fans because WWE's pay-per-views used to be on Sunday. And, of course, they the next night they had Monday Night Raw. So they would end the pay-per-view on a crazy note. So that look at people Andrew, would have incentive yeah. to watch Monday. AW doesn't do that because AW is on three Reng days thing. later.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Four, three, four days later. So it's not necessary. Um, by the way, before we get into the Continental Classic, Tony Khan, blockbuster signing fucking lost it dude as soon as the music started i got up i started singing elevated dude so happy that will osprey will be all elite after his new japan contract is up i because was because yeah, will osprey is is a generational talent and I don't want anybody I like to watch to go to WWE because I don't watch WWE. I I loved it. I loved it. And how he spoke to the crowd and how he spoke at the media scrum. I know I keep calling it press conference, whatever. The man, uh, I've been watching him since before New Japan And whenever he talks about how he grew up in new Japan and how the woman in his life now has changed his perspective and how he understands responsibility. If you are a wrestling fan who has watched Will Ospreay and, or a wrestling fan who has just seen things said about him over the years, you could totally see that that's true, that it's totally true. And um, this is a great, great get for AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, Sid,
1: I am just glad that it wasn't Ronda Rousey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I don't like her. You know, mm-hmm. Sandy Hook denier and being yeah. a turf and all that. But uh, you know. At the end of the day, it's a business. I am glad it wasn't Ronda Rousey. So, what? She shows up in ROH to do the tag match that she didn't get to finish in Pro Wrestling Revolver. Whatever. Some people, apparently, from people who were there, some were against it, but a lot in the crowd were popping. I don't really give a fuck. But. Yeah, in my opinion, this signing had to be either Osprey or Mercedes. Mercedes, and, luckily, Mercedes. Luckily apparently,
1: was. she said that she's going to wrestle like in twenty twenty four. So she's probably, I mean, if if she signs with AEW, it's probably not going to be until like Revolution or yeah. Double or Nothing. I just hope
0: that Mercedes doesn't go back to WWE.
1: Yeah, she doesn't need to. She's done everything there. What else is there for her to
0: do? You
1: know.
0: And I don't think I don't think she was done doing what she wanted to do before she got injured, because no. she was totally going to win that tournament. They pivoted to Willow winning that New Japan Strong uh, Women's title because she got injured in that match. But Mercedes yeah. was was definitely going to, to to win that oh yeah um oh yeah but yeah uh so since we do grades for the show the the shows uh Sid what is your uh grade for aw full gear now let me remind you DDT ultimate party from both of us got an a
1: I would say that I definitely like DDT Ultimate Party slightly more than this. So I could give it a I, I can say a minus for this.
0: I think in my opinion I liked them both. So like DDT was like a Fresh experience for both of us. Yeah. And that freshness definitely added to our grade. For an AEW pay-per-view, AEW brings it every time. I mean, there might have been one. I know that one stuck out as being less than usual. I don't remember which one it was, but I remember feeling that way. Um it was probably all out last but year. But it wasn't this year.
1: Was it last year yeah, or, or the year something. before one of those?
0: it definitely was in 2022. Um but I would say for I will agree with you, but only but I will I am saying that DDT gets a slightly higher grade because of how fresh it felt. Yeah, and it's by a margin
1: um, for me too, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Um so Eddie Kingston says that it's going to be a triple. Wait, count what was your grade? What was your
1: grade again? Sorry, A minus. A minus.
0: Okay. I'm I'm going with you. Okay. Um. So, um, the Continental Classic in my is going to be a round robin tournament like the G one with twelve participants, and so far we know that Brian Danielson, Andrade, Eddie Kingston, and Mark Briscoe are a quarter of the participants. Um, On Wednesday, uh, online, there's going to be, uh, before Dynamite, they are going to talk more in depth about the Continental Classic and the rest of the participants, and the tournament will be kicking off on Wednesday. This will be scored... As such, wins are three points, draws are one point, and DQs or losses are zero. There will be no outside interference. Uh, Tony Khan has seen all of the early AW... <laughs> it seems that Tony Khan has seen all the crit- criticism over the past couple of years from the AW diehard Day ones about the sports sports-like presentation and how they got away from the rankings and all that. And he said, you want sports presentation? Here it is. Um, He said he got the idea from the scoring system from uh, European football and um, the Triple Crown title. I initially got pissed off because I was like, they're going to erase the ROH World title legacy and like Erase the lineage, but apparently that doesn't happen. The lineage stays intact. What I don't understand, and and Tony said that they have a great partnership with New Japan, so putting the New Japan strong open weight, the AEW Continental, and the ROH uh, world title and melding them into the Triple Crown uh, signifies the partnership that the three companies have together. Samoa Joe just vacated the television title. And I was pissed. And I said, well, why wouldn't they just do it with the TV title? Well, Eddie Kingston doesn't have that title, right? So why don't we rename the ROH TV title to the world title or something along those lines to make it the main championship? I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know how I feel about this. Uh, yeah, I'm a little I confused, I need to too. understand better. I need to understand the Triple Crown better. Yeah. I need to go back and look into how all Japan did it, what it means, etc. Of course, it brings up the prestige, but at the same time, it's confusing to me, and and, and I don't know what happens with ROH. Because, in my opinion, ROH is a really good show, and the people who bitch about oh, I can't watch it because it's behind a paywall, there's ways to get around that, and if you don't watch it for either, because you don't want to steal it, and you don't want to spend the money, then fuck you, because you're missing out on good shit. Like, the character and story development in ROH is great, and um yeah i'm rambling on about roh but the continental classic i'm very intrigued uh i'm excited for it because i love the g1 Mm -hmm. and it's also like it also kind of puts that That argument that New Japan fans have, who are also fans of AEW, that the partnership is a little more one-sided, kind of makes it feel like that, too, because, like, everyone knows that the G1 is the tournament of tournaments in wrestling, and now Tony's kind of like, but he's not running it at the same time. Yeah. So, So that's... Props, I guess kinda makes it okay. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm really interested and uh it'll be interesting to see who the other participants are. Who so we know Mark Briscoe, Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson and Andrade. Who would you have in the tournament?
1: You know, I think you as well. I think uh, you know, you mentioned this person earlier, um, just because and I know he's trying to go for the AEW title, but because he vacated the TV title, I would put Joe in here.
0: Joe? Okay. I put Joe in So here. that's five? Yeah. You have to come up with
1: eight. Oh, I thought we were both doing it. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, Joe. Oh, we're going back and forth? We're going yeah. back
0: and forth? Yeah. One, 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 one. Malachi Black. Um, Julia Hart is the uh, was the lone winner of the House of Black at full gear Um, I love Malachi Black I always have, I love Tommy End I love Alistair Black Uh, I want to see him in this Um, yeah, I think and they kind of teased it before the Orville Bone problem with brian when house of black came back during collision and and ruined like three segments malachi malachi went after brian and i want to see that and if it happens in this tournament so be it
1: yeah this is a place where you can definitely have like stories kind of uh be explored further um
0: oh yeah that's what always happens with the g1 man
1: yeah shit jay white just put him in here i think that would be a really cool pick um you know with all these other people in here especially danielson
0: um... (laughs) plus how how many g1s has jay white been in i imagine jay white will cut a promo saying i'm gonna be in this and i'm gonna win it because i've spent so much time in new japan i have tournament experience over all you people and
1: yeah yeah much. for
0: sure um another guy i would like to see in here obviously roosh yeah the lfi roosh. build up to come back really got everyone hot he they came back people are behind them i think roosh would be a great competitor in this tournament
1: I have an interesting pick, I think. Um either one of the FTR guys. I don't I think I don't want both of them. Dax. Just one of them. Yeah, fine Dax, whatever. But yeah, definitely a Dax.
0: For sure. I I dig that big time. Um let's see here. Will Hobbs. Yeah. No. Will Hobbs and Takeshita.
1: I was about to say Takeshita. That was going to be my next
0: pick. Both representing the Callis family. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I was going to say Takeshita as well. Uh, But since you said that already, Jesus. I mean. I mean, what better way? Yeah.
0: We got Hobbs. Takeshita, Malachi, Roosh, Dax, Samoa Joe, Jay White. One more. <laughs> Jesus,
1: man. Come on, I didn't man. plan go? that.
0: Yeah, you did. Shut up.
1: Anyway, you know what? What better way for Tony Khan to you know, play with his shiny new toy than to put him in this Continental Classic?
0: Put Ospreay in Because here. he can't. He wow. can't. Because he's still signed in New Japan. He can't do it. Oh, huh. he said, I will be on the road to revolution. After oh, there's so much. Okay, never mind. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Sorry. Um.
0: But I agree with you. That would yeah. be dope.
1: That would be dope. But no, man. And not...
0: also, we know that G1 usually has, usually has like one or two guys from outside the Oh, you know what? Out, oh. Uh, I don't know if AEW wants to do it in the inaugural inaugural year. Mhm. But if we're talking about tournament experience and we're talking about Brian Danielson being in there, Zach Sabre Jr. would be a big pick for me. Do you know who? Okay. Uh,
1: so, I wanted to change my pick from uh, Will Ospreay since he still can't wrestle until 2024. You talked about it. Fuck it, man. You know, I think I told you I became a big mark for this dude.
0: Shibata. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Shibata. Shibata would be great. If he can do it. If if he can do it. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, he's in the pure division. He's had a couple non-pure matches. Holy shit. We didn't say anybody from Blackpool Combat Club. Moxley and and Claudio? Shit. I don't know. But I stand by Malachi, Roosh, Takeshita. And Hobbs. Hobbs could be in there or he could be subbed out for either Moxley or Moxley I mean, is going to be chomping at the bit after that fucking international title loss. Throw him in this motherfucker.
1: Yeah, get rid of fuck Hobbs. Just put Moxley in there. Yeah,
0: um, I think I, I don't.
1: I wouldn't but, be surprised. Like I wouldn't. And they could
0: also do something like, um, who's a, they could also do something like put Vikingo or Commander or or, or some one of the lucha guys uh pentagon i don't know what's happening with phoenix is that motherfucker injured again or is he going through like is he in mexico i don't know i would uh, bandito where the fuck are you yeah get throw bandito on that motherfucker so gravity gravity would be dope (laughs) (laughs) gravity is not it's too young and oh Pac. what about Pac? holy shit where but, is Park? See is he, is he is he good to go yet? Man. I mean shit. Wait. What about Omega?
1: Omega's done. I he's done he's, he's done enough of the uh, enough tournaments
0: in my opinion so far. I don't know. Every interview he has he's like I want to go after the title again. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to Wednesday. Big time. Yeah, um, let's see what I'm watching that me. stream and I'm watching Dynamite. Um, the next show uh, we're going to do let's see. I I got that Pro Wrestling Eve for that Wrestle Queendom show and if we're not going to cover it, I need to know so that I can cancel the subscription.
1: Okay. Um,
0: do you want to cover that this week?
1: Um uh this week probably not just because it is thanksgiving and you know let's
0: i would like to yeah but that gives us time to watch True. um uh, we could wh- we could we could watch it's already out like it's already available okay we could break it up into chunks throughout the week and then like record thanksgiving night or friday something
1: yeah really put it out Friday night probably because Friday I do work but we can do Friday night
0: but yeah, we'll figure it good. out
1: we'll figure it out this is something for off-camera but um
0: like it. Uh, yeah yeah so so the next episode will drop on the weekend it'll be Wrestle Queendom from Pro Wrestling Eve uh and then we'll probably we're, we're gonna figure that out once i say this wherever you are in the world whether it's morning noon or night you have a great one peace and love to all of you
1: bye happy thanksgiving to every one of you so